coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 217. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm hot. My air conditioning's broken. Uh, well, it's still cold here. You can send some of that heat to us. <laughs> my gosh, right now I would. I mean, actually, I was out of my office, and it wasn't that bad. Now that I'm in here in my office, it's drenching. Yeah, and you can't turn a fan on either because it makes noise. So I know. Yeah. I just had to turn that off because um, it's not white noise. You know, a lot of people go, oh, well, white noise is great. Well, but it doesn't come across like that. No. No, it's got a electronic hum to it. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's annoying. Still better, so. still better than uh, what Montana and Colorado had this last weekend. Snow. Oh my gosh! Did they? Yeah. I missed that. Oh yeah, my gosh! Crazy weather and oh gosh, everything's going crazy, Connor. Yeah, no kidding. Everything. I mean, it's like we take. You know, 10 steps forward and we take 20 backwards. I know. It's it's a little ridiculous. It, when you think it's not getting any crazier or stupid out there, boom, there it is. I mean, we were really sort of at a place with the whole Colin Kaepernick, you know, debacle. You know, he, he you know, had very bad things to say about cops yeah. at a time when most people didn't really appreciate what he was saying. Yeah, okay. exactly. And so he started this whole kneeling during the national anthem back when he played NFL football. Right. We all remember the horrors of that. Okay. Yep. And sort of everybody came to a place. If you want to kneel, go ahead. If you don't, you know, and then some owners say, if you want to, if you don't want to stand, stay in the locker room till after the national anthem. Right. I thought that was a great idea. Unfortunately, someone else has died. Yeah, yeah, very unfortunate. It uh, or murdered, basically. Oh, it, it really is murder. I mean, I I know that this cop deserves a trial because that's what we do, you right. know. But when you see the video, I mean, it, it, it's hard to believe it's anything but murder. And um, these two definitely had some sort of history. Right. When they worked at a nightclub together in about 2015 to maybe 2017. Now, um, I just read an article that suggested um, that the cop that that killed George Floyd was one of those um, hotheads. Um, you know, I, I don't want to use the word Nazi because that's just not right anymore to use that. Right. Um, we used to be able to use that word, you know, <laughs> to describe a guy like this, but over aggressive. Right. Power tripper. Uh, yeah, power tripper, you know. Um, and Floyd was maybe, if I'm reading the article right, and this article is by CBS News, Floyd might have been his boss. He might have been over all the security. This was apparently oh, wow. a ginormous nightclub where there was there were even security advisors. 
Oh, you're kidding. Now, I know we don't have those kind of places here, okay? But well, Minneapolis, okay, maybe they do. I, I understand that. So anyway, this has relit the fire. And it has a lot of us thinking. You know, race relations are, are there's a problem, okay? I still say it's a 1% problem. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't need to be taken care of. Right. Okay, in my opinion, you don't defund the police departments. No. You give them more money, and you find out who the hell's a racist. Well, I believe that the whole defund the police thing is uh, so that they could call martial law, bring in the military, and all of a sudden, boom, there you are, 1950s Russia. Absolutely. Because who do you think is going to keep the peace if the, the cops aren't there? Yeah, well, you have to do something. I mean, if, if you think you could, we're going to suddenly become this utopia where we don't need cops, um, you know, what are you doing? LSD? I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. Yeah, well, but, you know, politicians can control the military, but they really can't control the cops, can they? Great point. Great point. And um, I think that um, if you stand for the national anthem, you're a racist. If you kneel, you hate America. And I think that's just what the politicians want. And you're exactly right. Politicians do not control police departments, especially federal. Right. Police departments, and I, I also think this is a little bit blow, and I'll tell you why. Defunding the cops. And that is because most police departments are, are um, county and city, right? Now, within the counties and cities are within states. And there are agreements with the state. I know it's like that in Missouri, and I'm, I bet pretty much every state's like that. That you have to have a police department. Right. And if you don't, they will stand in state troopers. Right. Okay. Or, as you have suggested, possibly the National Guard. Right. Which the state still has control of. Now, if they start sending in the actual military, that's federal control. Exactly. Politicians. Yep. You bet. Never waste a good disaster. Okay. <laughs> when we have talked about this in the past, right? That, that line has came up a lot. Right. Mostly in the literature and um, emails and, you know, the behind-the-scenes kind of um, talking points that you have among the Democratic Party. Right. Um, the other day, Hillary Clinton came out and said it on the air. Wow. Yeah. I don't know whether she's losing her mind or it's just okay to say those things now. <laughs> I'm surprised she showed her face at all. I am too, but I have a feeling Netflix, and I, and I have not watched the Jeffrey Epstein thing yet. I did. I have. I, did they leave Bill Clinton out? No. They didn't. No. Good. No. Does he look very bad? Um. Everybody in that documentary looks bad. Yeah. It's it. Wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Um, to have this all going on under people's noses um, 
and the way it was designed as a pyramid scheme was was basically brilliant. You know, Epstein was not a stupid man, but uh, eventually shit mm-hmm. caught up with him, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, but isn't it convenient that it's released in the middle of the pandemic craze and the race riots? Yeah. Because, for example, I forgot all about it until right. just now. Um, so... Politicians behaving badly is nothing new. Right. It's FaceTime in media. That's what they crave. Oh, exactly. And that gains them votes. Yeah. And your bad luck gains them votes. That's for sure. Absolutely. And we've seen it over and over again just in the last few years. If you're broke, they'll rescue you. In fact, they keep talking about how broke everybody is out there from the pandemic. And guess what? The numbers came in and it wasn't true. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I went by today to get, um, hoping to get like some workout stuff, right? Right. Clothes because it's hot. Probably fueled by the fact that my air conditioning is broke. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You know? And, um, they were lined up outside. Oh, wow. At the closing store, like the TJ Maxx. Right, right. Would everybody have to stand on an X? <laughs> um, it looked like it. Well, I didn't do it, of course. I'm just not a line well, Here, all the stores have uh, arrows, one-way arrows down aisles and, and Xs. And I'm sorry, I'm not standing on no X because I saw Bugs Bunny Roadrunner cartoons when I was a kid. And if you stand on that X, it's, it's going to mean nothing good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like stepping on a crack, huh? Yeah, exactly. So, um, but... People have money. I mean, the dealership has ran out of inventory. Oh, wow. I, I mean, it literally, there are no trucks left. Huh. There's only a couple of models of cars left. People have came in. For one thing, they don't want this to destroy. Right. And most people actually got paid. Right. It's really politicians and mainstream media saying everybody's broke they're starving to death right it's not true hmm. it's absolutely not true so but it's convenient if you're broke because if they rescue you you are likely to vote for them exactly. plus like you said they get those ugly mugs in front of the camera yeah so you're milking a good disaster basically exactly Okay, what about blacks and whites hating on one another? Yeah. How convenient is that in an election year? Well, I I was trying to watch something on, there was a couple chan, different channels last night that I was, I, you know, I watch a, a regular TV show. Last night they were both having chats on racism. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I don't want to hear your version of, of racism. Um, I don't need it. You know? Exactly, exactly. You know, what you need to do is spend a little bit more money and haul those people out. I mean, whether they're cops, whether they're salesmen, I don't care where you work. Get those people out. Right. I mean, there are ways, everybody knows who the racist pig is. <laughs> yeah. That works anywhere. You know, everybody knows who the bigot is. I, I be- rarely go down 
to the dealership and see the hammer and I can tell you who the bigots are. Right. There you go. You know? And um I'm I'm not black, but I'm Jewish and I can tell you who that bothers. Right. Unbelievable. You know? Just be and kind, so, people. Yeah, what do you care what color someone is? Yeah. <laughs> what do you care what religion they are? Absolutely. Why? I mean, get a life. Yeah. Uh, totally agree there. So what about the pandemic? I mean, now how convenient is that for politicians? Yeah, no kidding. Um, including our politicians here in Canada who basically shut everything down till September. Oh gosh, are you kidding? No, no. And there's some speculation that Trudeau may call, call an election to try and get his majority government back in September when we don't really have an opposition leader because they're all shut down. So, um, yeah. We'll see that what happens there. That is definitely there. politicians behaving badly. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you want to find a politician behaving badly, you don't have to look further than the Prime Minister of Canada. Right. That is going to be, the, I think, the key component for that could possibly change the election that is related to the pandemic, and that's voting. Right. Because if they keep the polls... Um, you know, where maybe you're doing mostly mail-in vote or internet voting, you are going to have a heavily weighted democratic election. Right. Okay. My, you know, if you go by the primaries the other day, my suggestion I made a couple of weeks ago is, is, is I believe the best vote for a week. Right. I mean, have the voting boots open for a week. And, and definitely absentee ballots, just like they've always been. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to be out of town, you're not going to be in your precinct, or you're too sick to get out, or, you know, maybe you are susceptible to COVID-19, certainly you should have a, a absentee ballot. Yeah, I agree. So, um, but the pandemic could change the election just because politicians are using it to do so. Yeah, it's easier to criticize somebody during a pandemic. Absolutely. And the longer you keep things shut down, the closer you get to that November election in the United States. Yeah. And you also curtail Trump's rallies. And we know how effective his rallies are. Yeah. He's supposed to start them up again like next week. Oh, good. And But he will be limited to where they can actually get um, permits or licenses. Well, all this protesting and stuff like that where people weren't social distancing or wearing masks hasn't seemed to spike any numbers yet that I could see. I know. Isn't that interesting? Very Along interesting. with the Lake of the Ozarks incident. Yeah. Well, um, a, a lot of places aren't allowing you to gather over 15 people, but yet a protest is okay. So next this coming Saturday, I'm having a protest barbecue in my backyard. Bring your own issues. <laughs> something you're it. angry at bring that with you <laughs> oh, I love that okay so with the pandemic certainly can be useful to politicians what about the market yeah every definitely. time it falls for a day it's yeah. a crisis but yet when it goes up it doesn't mean much yeah it depends who's in power and who's doing the criticizing right and if your 401k falls 
and, and you don't have any retirement, hip, hip, hooray for the politicians because they control your Social Security. Yeah, exactly. Under control, more control, more power. More power. Mass shootings, we know they use those to, you know, gun control. Yeah, absolutely. Something else that's just occurred here in Canada. So a lot of people are yes. challenging it, uh, constitutionally challenging it as well. So see what happens. And how hard is that, though, while things are shut down? Um, I'm not really sure. I think there's like a, a grace period for this because it wasn't actually um, put into law because it wasn't voted on. It was something enacted, like a plan announced, but... So it would be yeah. like an executive order in the yeah. United States. And, and so. they're, they're changing things as, as time goes on. I think pretty much all shotguns are illegal now. And anything larger than a twenty two, which is ridiculous because we have a lot of hunters here in Canada. Absolutely a lot of hunters. I mean, and a lot of people go to Canada, Canada yep. to hunt, yep. you know, and get special visitors permits. Yeah. So... so um, a lot yeah. of those hunting rifles aren't going to be legal. So there's going to be yeah. a lot of pissed off people that are coming up to Canada hunting out of out of the States this year. Exactly. Exactly. And what about terrorism? I mean, we just, every time there's a terrorist attack, there's even a terrorist threat a lot of times. We're handing over civil liberties. Yeah, exactly. I mean, really, that's how the FISA court got, you know, that's, that's, that's yeah. what birthed the FISA court is right. terrorism. And then it was used against the president in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, what about immigrants? Yeah, I mean, if you're an immigrant, them. they own you. And they want to own you. Yeah, as long as they can have your vote. Exactly. And they don't necessarily want you to become citizens. Right, they doesn't matter. They'd rather let illegal immigrants vote than make them citizens because once they become citizens they tend to not stick with the democratic party right and and primarily because many of them are christians um especially hispanic people tend to be very um you know very closely aligned with the um catholic church right and many of the policies of the Democratic Party just aren't in line with the church. Right. So if you, uh, you know, can stay illegal, you're more likely to vote for them. Well, it, it's kind of funny. We talked about defunding the police. Most of these cries are coming from uh, Democratic immigration overrun areas where they've managed to turn their own environment and their own backyard into a shithole. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's nothing but a cesspool. Yeah, so no doubt they want total control. Um, another politician favorite is hurricane and tornadoes. Yeah, for sure. They can, um, because the United States government owns flood insurance, I mean, they can basically condemn your home. <laughs> Lovely. I mean, after Katrina... Many, many people had to leave the state. Right. And it all falls back to that kind of political control. Right. I dated a girl named Katrina once, and I pretty much had to leave the state, too. 
Oh, boy, that's a story for another day, Yeah, I'm sure. for sure. Okay, student loans. How many people do they add, you know, own because of their student loans? I mean, supposedly, they were out picking up people that had defaulted on student loans. I mean, uh, one guy, he had defaulted, like, his loan was 30 years old, and he, like, had some small balance. He got picked up by the feds. Oh, lovely. And if you file bankruptcy, even medical bankruptcy, student loans can never be, you can never file bankruptcy on them. Same, same here in Canada. So that's interesting. But folks, that's just a few examples of how your bad luck becomes a, you know, heaven to your politicians. Right. With all this race, Unrest, you know, and like I said, I do not want to diminish it at all because, you know, this George Floyd was murdered. I, I'm not sure it was because of race or some history these two had. I think it was just an but asshole cop. Bad. I, I think so too. I, I really do. But our knee jerk reaction is to erase everything that took place in um, history. You know, this history, the Civil War, statues. Uh, HBO is going to quit running uh, Gone with the Wind for a while. <laughs> okay. Wow. 1984. Remember? Yeah. Are, are we going to erase our past and then repeat it? Yeah, that's pr pretty much um, what they're what this could do i mean those statues are there for a reason it's for us to remember history and learn from it but if you erase that then we're not learning anything exactly i mean you don't have to get rid of it you certainly don't have to glorify it in fact in some cases the opposite right let it be there to learn and remember because the people that died at the hands of some horribly bad people are we also forgetting them when we do that right and you know what there is no race when it comes to slavery slaves come in every color and they're it's still continuing today so absolutely and we forget if that think don't you're, we? if you think you're the only race or religion that is you know it just it doesn't make sense i mean it's been around yeah. forever so don't think you're alone this yeah, you have something. to get some history going. Yeah, it, it's been going around since the beginning of man. So Exactly. <clears throat> well, speaking of race, Walmart is going to quit locking up African-American beauty products. Are you kidding me? They were locking them up? Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, if that is not, um, uh, what do they call it, a micro-aggressive racism i don't know what else and you tell me that walmart could not handle a i don't know what four to eight foot section <laughs> yeah exactly of, you know they they're gonna go broke if somebody steals some you know hair oil <laughs> yeah yeah um i think that is bad i i think are you kidding me it would be very interesting. I, I think I'm going to wander over to that section in, in a Canadian Walmart store and see if that's actually the case. Because here, yeah. I believe they just 
lock up the most expensive stuff and it doesn't really matter if it's male female whatever if it's uh you know a 120 dollar bottle of cologne and it's going in the locked case right so i have not uh, looked i didn't really know that i know that when you buy razor blades you know you have to take that get that security yeah. thing taken off but well, we just don't have a lot of black people up here that's, well, I mean, see, we don't have a lot here. Now, we have other races. We have more Hispanic and right. Asian people in the Springfield area. Yeah, we, we are very highly populated with Asian people, East Indian, Pakistani, um, Chinese, uh, Japanese, you name it. So Right. Um, that's pretty similar to here, oddly enough. Okay, is Trump winning or losing? I mean, if you listen to mainstream media, they say he's losing. Oh, my gosh, the polls have him getting pounded. But do those polls, is this just a repeat of the last four or five elections where they tell us one thing and that we get to November and something, the opposite happens. Right. And I think that's because mainstream media tells you what a poll of all 50 states you know, a random poll that may or may not be a great cross-section of voters, um, you know, how they're leaning. Right. And it is very inaccurate because of the electoral college, number one. Number two, really only the swing states matter. Right. If you're polling the swing states, my understanding is he's winning. If you're polling the greater country and weighing heavy on the metropolitan pockets, then Biden's beating his pants off. Yeah. The thing about it is we have the Electoral College, and that's what rules. Well, what were the polls when Hillary was running? They were like 69% towards her or something? It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy, and that is not what happened. You know, a very similar thing happened when um, Obama ran against Romney. Right. And, the, and and then again when Obama ran against John McCain. Right. Both times, Romney was supposed to beat Obama, McCain was supposed to beat Obama, and we know that didn't happen. Right. Look at the Bush-Gore yeah. race. I mean, and the hanging chads. It was so close that those stupid hanging chads mattered. Yeah, I, I don't think polls are accurate at all, and I don't put a lot of faith in them. Um, I think I they could be tailored, and it, it depends well, where polling stations are. A lot of things depend on Yeah, that. and do you have a bit of the Rosenthal effect where, you know, the questions are such that um, they're, they're not necessarily cut and dry. Who do you think is going to win? Right. Who do you want to win? You know, I mean, those are two different questions. Right. Who do you think's going to win and who do you want to win? Number yeah. one. Um, number two, I don't think that the polls have been that accurate since we, since cell phones. Yeah, you're probably correct there. I think they were pretty accurate when we all had landlines. Yeah, could be. So, um, I I don't know. I don't think they're going to be that accurate. Is, you know, is the media fueling this racism fire? Are they showing us 
Absolutely. You know, what 0.003% of the people are doing and making us believe that it's 60% of the American population. Absolutely. I mean, uh, there is no need to broadcast a live riot and looting on TV. I'm sorry. You're exactly right. I don't need and to see looting it. is not protesting and it's not doing a damn exactly. thing for George, George Floyd. It's probably hurting your community cost. more than anything. Yeah, and you've got business owners and people that need to feed their families that depend upon those businesses. And most of those businesses, after being burned to the crisp, will never open again. Right. Especially in that area. You know, Ferguson, Missouri is a great example. It totally destroyed. Wow. Uh, businesses basically do not exist there. Wow. And those no riots happened six years ago. Wow. Okay. On a little bit of a lighter side. A protein pill that prevents fat and lowers blood sugar. Wow. Scientists, it, huh. they may have it. That would change a lot of things. That would mean we could eat a lot more fast food. Ooh, yummy. That might be good. A lot uh, more ice cream really sounds good to me right now. Yeah. Hell yeah. I bet. You know, when you're burning up. Ice cream and watermelon. Oh, gosh. That sounds really good. And really um, could cool one off that air conditioning is broken. Right. <laughs> okay. For those of you who watch Fox News, we have a new Fox First couple. And that is Ainsley Earhart and Sean Hannity. Wow. First seen together a year ago in uh, this coming August at Pete Hegseth's um, wedding. They flew in in a private helicopter. Okay. And they've been seen off and on as a couple. It was announced last week by Page Six in New York that Sean Hannity is now divorced from his wife. The divorce actually took place a year to two years ago. Oh, wow. So the word is, and of course Ainsley's divorce went through sometime in 2019. So the word is they're gonna go public here. Okay. Hmm. Um, I believe he is 56, 57, and she is 43. But they're both um, Fox sweethearts, kind of. So Nice pool, Sean. There you go. Yeah, interesting. So I agree. There you go. And we don't always agree, but life's a journey, and we're all in it together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs>